thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 64. When have I seen by time's foul hand defaced the rich proud cost of outworn buried age, when sometime lofty towers I see down raised and brass eternal slave to mortal rage? When I have seen the hungry ocean gain advantage on the kingdom of the shore, and the firm soil win of the watery main, increasing store with loss, and loss with store? When I have seen such interchange of state, or state itself confounded to decay, Ruin have taught me thus to ruminate, that time will come and take away my love. That time will come and take my love away. This thought is a death which cannot choose, but weep to have that which it fears to lose. That was Sonnet 64 with an extra line, because I, I, I decided to juggle some of the words around. Uh, and you're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. I'm Mark Chatterley, and I am joined by the incredibly youthful looking... Thierry Helis. There we go. There we go. You are, I, I've said this already, but you are quite youthful looking today. It's quite annoying. You you could almost pass as like a 17-year-old. <laughs> have you shaved? Is that what it is? I uh, I have shaved recently. I can't quite remember whether it was in the last week or not. Oh, it God, it might have been since we last scoped. He it looks newly shaven, people. And if that's a week's growth, that's shocking. You're no, no man, that's Thierry. that's that's last night. Well, <laughs> yeah, yesterday afternoon. It's stubbly, uh, but yeah. It's okay, my, my connection is just not good enough to see stubbly. It's a bit fuzzy. But thank you for leaning in. It, I can confirm now it is stubbly. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Sonnet sixty four? Well, it's it's a theme that we've had quite often before. It's the same passage of time kind of feeling, and then yeah. Yeah, so not, nothing him, is going to last kind of thing and him worried that yeah he's going to die and and he's going to lose his love i guess is the is the theme of this one that basically time will come and take my uh, take my love away which Pr- is pretty is, much is quite sad <coughs> yeah yeah kind of is but then he, he has said before that the the the, the sonnets are basically there for his eternity and then they're they're gonna carry on and Yes, he does yeah. half that. That small. I don't know. He did just a bit of consoling. He he knows that his poetry will live on, or at least he thinks it'll live on. Yes, and and he seems to be. He seems to try and um, make the youth feel happier about death by saying, "You will live forever on in my in my rhymes, um, or all my sonnets," which is quite interesting. And and we've got this this idea of eternal time i think comes into it again it's not just his death it's not just you know in the next 20 years i'm going to die but it's the um when time's foul hound defaced the rich proud cost of outworn buried age uh when sometime lofty towers i see down raised and brass eternal slave to mortal rage it's it's time on a huge scale he's talking about changes to the the features and the landscape so he's not just talking about I'm going to die in the next sort of fifteen, twenty years. It's, well, I mean, they would have been very aware, even at the time that that empires fall and the world changes. I mean, they, they've they've discovered an entirely new continent by that time, and it just yes, that must have been quite exciting to be around. 
and and just all these discoveries happening around you all the time. Yeah, but then we sort of have that now with exploration of other planets. Yeah, it's 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 not quite the same, mainly because we haven't actually had someone land on Mars yet. Yeah, and and I suppose in the time there was, you could go there. You could go to, say, India, and you could go to America, and you you could go to these places. You could, I mean, it wouldn't have been particularly pleasant, but you could enroll in the navy or, or stow away on a ship or, or claim to be setting up a trading partnership and you that, could that go is there. true we don't have a moon colony where you can just hop on a rocket and go there even if it would be expensive yeah it, it, so it, it's a slightly different level of excitement i guess that the having all this news coming about and the exploratory nature of it and and i guess with with these explorations they you would be finding the the remnants of lost civilizations well, they, they, yeah, yeah, in their consciousness, seeing, seeing ruins and and knowing that time is is short. Whereas I suppose that's something we have less of nowadays, in the sense that if if I go from here to America or here to even to Africa or here to Australia, I can go and visit the local tourist sites where they go, oh, here there was a burial ground, and here oh look the pyramids, but generally people tend to stay in cities and everything is the same we're all the same culture in one yeah you you go have your starbucks in the morning you have your mcdonald's for lunch kind of thing you don't really yeah there is no exploration wherever you go you you can have the same well globalized culture basically although you could i mean there are fairly untouched places that, that you can go to but yeah most people don't no and 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 I'm not sure I'd want to personally. I'm not. I'm not so good. I need. It's like when people who go camping. I. I, I like a bed, a bed and a shower. Those are the two things I. I need in this world. Wow. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's fine. I just. I. I think the toilet is the thing that annoys me most about camping. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A bed, a shower, and a toilet. Those. Those are what I need. Probably in reverse order as well. Yeah, I don't mind the bed. You can get a sleeping bag, get, I don't know, a small air mattress or something, and just... Yeah, toilet most important, shower second, then bed. And then Wi-Fi. Then (laughs) Wi-Fi. I might put Wi-Fi above bed. (laughs) Charging sockets for your phone. Oh, blimey. This is (laughs) not good. Well, we we are getting closer to wireless charging, so who knows? Yes. Uh, there's there's a, a good thing going around I saw on Facebook the other day, which is, have you ever heard of Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs? It's a, it it's a vaguely big, rings a bell. It's a yeah. big thing they like using in business, but the idea that the, the base need is, is your physical needs. So if you're hungry or need to go to the toilet, they override your next level of needs. And your next level of needs are, are more intellectual ones, like to to do work and to get on in life and it goes all the way up and at the very top is this thing called self-actualization which no one really knows what it means but the idea is you can only reach that point if all your other needs are taken care of um someone has adopted and it kind of goes up in a pyramid and someone has adopted it and it's going around on facebook at the moment and they've put a big one underneath the physical needs so underneath uh, needing to go to the toilet and needing to eat it's just a, a box they've drawn on they've scrawled in it inside of it internet <laughs> We I haven't seen that about. yet, but that sounds quite funny. I, I, I thought it was quite awesome. Um, and, and I almost agree with that. The internet is... is Blimey, without the internet, I don't know where I'd be. 
Well, if you have the, um, I can't remember the guy's name now, who went offline for The Verge and then came oh, back yes, and just, yeah. just realized he's like, oh, uh, he, you actually, you do feel disconnected from the world. It's not a freedom being away from the internet because you're not in tune with the rest of the world. Yeah. I, you, you are, yeah, fundamentally missing out, especially if you've experienced it. I guess if you had never experienced it, it wouldn't be so much of a problem. But to, to have all of that taken away, and I know all my friends and, and most of my life is online. It, it's this this little corner yeah, of my room yeah. that has my computer in is my life. My my business is online. How I work is all online. I work from home. My friends are all online and all across spread across the UK. And 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 uh, as I go on in life, that's kind of spreading into other countries too. And and not to have that would be devastating. It is quite. I mean, I've I've tried being without Facebook, and you just even even that tiny bit of the internet, you just you can't get away from the damn thing. No, I vaguely remember you quitting Facebook at some point. Yeah, I was away for three, four months last year, and you just you it, it just didn't work. I mean, right. people organised events, and then someone mentioned an event, and it was like, oh yeah, I'll come, and then I got a text. Like twenty minutes before leaving the house, saying, "Oh, well, we forgot that you're not on Facebook. Everything's cancelled." And it's just like, ah. brilliant. Just, just yeah. those kind of things. And he's, yeah. The the assumption is you're there and you're there. Part. Yeah. Oh. Um, the sonnet sixty four. Sonnet sixty four. <laughs> We've kind of lost track there. We yeah. did. We did. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. people. Sorry, listeners. And um, there are a couple of lines in this sonnet I don't understand, and I'm hoping you, with your clever brain, can explain it to me. Um, the one is uh, halfway through the big sentence it's talking about when I have seen the hungry ocean gain advantage on the kingdom of the shore I understand that and the firm soil win the watery main I kind of half understand that increasing store with loss and loss with store that's what I don't understand hmm wait when I have seen the ocean gain see it's, it's not increasing easy st- with loss and loss with store and then it, then it goes on when I've seen such interchange of state or state itself confounded to decay so I, I think what it's talking about is it's talking about epic changes in scale so you've got a, a advantage of the kingdom on the shore uh, sorry when I've seen the hungry ocean gain advantage on the kingdom on the shore so the ocean has come in and washed kingdoms away and the firm soil win of the watery main, so that the soil uh, taking over part of what used to be water. So it's the swapping of what was water becomes land, and what was land becomes mm. water. And and you kind of get that echoed in increasing store with loss and loss with store. I just don't understand what store is referring to and what loss is referring to in that in that exchange. I don't. I kind of just flew over that line, reading it as the tides, but. Now that I'm actually looking at it, increasing store with loss and loss with store. Hmm. Yeah, I, I the only way I can read it is loss being loss of people. So in, increasing store with loss, your 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 stored provisions increase as the number of people who need them go down. They don't physically increase, but there there is more of them to share around. And then and loss with store. So the the number of people who are alive is dependent on how much food you have stored but that 
it's such a shoehorning in of a, of a hmm. reading in my head. I don't. I doubt it's right. Thierry whispers to himself in hope that. I'm. I'm just rereading those couple of lines. When I have the o- hungry ocean, gain advantage of the kingdom of the shore. Wikipedia has a line by line analysis. Go soil. Wikipedia. Well, what what does Wikipedia say? Oh blimey, it's got a big paragraph. Um, increasing <laughs> storm of loss can be the object of win in the line above. Increasing being adjectival. Oh my gosh. In that the land wins an increasing store of territory from the ocean with some losses. Then it receives further losses with some gains. Or increasing can be present participle referring to the firm soil, given the meaning that the firm soil triumphs in its battle against the sea, increasing its holdings, albeit with some loss. Then increasing its losses with some cons- compensatory gains. Um, with either grammatical interpretation, the meaning is fairly evident. Well, I didn't think it was. Perhaps more important is the fact that the sound of the line is like the sound of a wave approaching and then receding, approaching and then receding. See, it's just the tides. Let's just go with that. It's the tides. Oh, I really hate that. That's one of my pet peeves in poetry because every poetry teacher I've ever had has done it. And when you, when you have a poem that's written about the water or the waves and they always go look at the line endings and they undulate like the waves the crest of the waves. it's like no all poems do that <laughs> unless you're saying all poems are talking about waves you can't have that as a point and it really upsets <laughs> me so i don't i increasing store with loss and loss with store is meant to be representative of, of the tides which i think is bull plop that's what I think. That's kind of the image I had in my head when I read the line the first time. But well, that, that's why I've got you here because you're more increasing store with loss and loss with store. Yeah, so it's all it's all wrapped up in that one thought of of of, of sea and earth essentially trading places or exchanging positions. Yeah, that makes sense. I I quite like. Um, the ending it's not one of his better endings i have to say but the last sort of four lines are quite good ruin have taught me thus to ruminate ruminate that time will come and take my love away this thought is as a death which cannot choose but weep to have that which it fears to lose i just think it's quite it's nice in terms of being able to say it i it's not quite as punchy as some of his other endings yeah well then the entire poem is fairly He's just contemplating rather than coming Making up with any point. any new ideas or even with a specific idea. It's, it's just another sonnet about the passage of time, basically. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's not. There's no fundamental new idea in this. It's a it's a rehashing and a, a, and, a and a exploring of an existing theme. That makes sense. Anything else that jumps out at you at all? Not really. It's a fairly boring, fairly, say it. fairly straightforward. Oh, straightforward. Sorry. Boring. It's. <laughs> I nearly spoil it. It's bloody boring. <laughs> bloody boring. We don't like this one, Ra. Um, would you like? To, ooh, ooh. Did you drop something? Or something no, I just pulled the cable, which. I think everything is fine. <laughs> well, you're, you're it's just a loudspeaker. It's fine. Okay, it's just just Thierry's epic sound system is no longer working. It's, it's, it's yeah, my my 
Dobby 7.1. No, I, I, have, I, I, have, I have two tiny creative loudspeakers. It's Aww. not... <laughs> I don't have any speakers. I just have them built into my monitor. Yeah, but then... I, I, I'm, I hardly ever use them anymore. It's for just... someone who, who, who has set up a business around audio and high-quality audio, I really don't have very good speakers at all. But I have quite good recording equipment, so, you know, it, you know swings and roundabouts. Um, would you like to, to read us out, then? Let, let's... I, I can try. And I will eat a mini donut. Sonnet 64. When I have seen by time's fell hand defaced the rich proud cost of outworn... <laughs> you didn't even get to the end of the second line. I don't know. My brain just kind of went, ooh, where am I? <laughs> oh, this is going well. I just, I need... <laughs> <laughs> you need... Come on, take another drink and we can go from that and... and... Ah, just more Jaeger bomb. That's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sonnet 64. When I have seen by time's fell hands deface the rich proud cost of outworn buried age, when sometime lofty towers I see down raised and brass eternal slave to mortal rage, when I have seen the hungry ocean gain advantage on the kingdom of the shore and the firm soil win of the watery main increasing store with loss and loss with store, when I have seen such interchange of state or state itself confound it to decay, ruin has taught me Ruin hath taught me thus to ruminate, that time will come and take my love away. This thought is as a death which cannot choose, but weep to have that which it fears to lose. Excellent. That was Sonnet 64 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I've been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at Nufkin. And I've been Terry Healis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And, and and I'm going to do two two quick things. We are flatterable. If you if you fancy flattering us, if you don't know what flatter is, go and check it out. Uh, Flatter.com. Don't put the e in because e's are hated on the internet. And also, we I do have, and I haven't mentioned it in this, an in ear um, Twitter account which I use quite a lot, which is at in ear ent. And and give that a follow. Um, but otherwise, we will see you again next time for Sonnet sixty five. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.